It's been called an obsession, a drug, and the New York Times even referred to it as a love story. I'm talking about Wordle, the online vocabulary game that is clearly having a moment in 2022, having gone viral and now boasting over two and a half million daily players. But don't worry, if you've never played Wordle, never heard of it, and your life doesn't revolve around getting those little green boxes every day, there are still four valuable life lessons that we can take from the success of Wordle that will help us step into our purpose and make our unique mark on the world. I'll explain what I mean coming up this week. Welcome back. What is an amplified life? It's having amplified relationships with people who support and encourage you to be your best. It's having amplified energy to conquer the challenges of the day. And it's having an amplified career, one that's meaningful to you, the world, and your bank account. I'm Dan Mason, Life Reinvention Coach, helping you discover your calling and create an amplified life on your terms. This is the Life Amplified Podcast. I was having a phone call last night with a friend on the East Coast, and it was getting pretty late her time, and she had mentioned she's tired. I said, well, look, and I'll let you go. I don't want to keep you up. She said, no. She goes, i got to stay up for 15 more minutes because once the clock hits midnight, the new Wordle game will come out. She goes, and I'd really like to finish my day by having a win in (laughs) Wordle. (laughs) And that pretty much explains the phenomenon that's happened here in the first part of the year. I've sort of joked to friends that if you could grind up Wordle into a fine powder, people would be snorting it. It would be the most used street drug on the planet. And yet it's just a very simplistic online word game. A quick recap for those of you who have never played it before. The game is pretty simple. You have six attempts to guess a random five-letter word. So with each entry that you make, Wordle lets you know if your characters are in the right place, if you put the letters in the wrong place, or if the letters you chose don't appear in the word at all. So from there, it becomes a game of deduction. You know, my personal Wordle strategy, I like to take the Wheel of Fortune approach and start with one of those RST, LNE kind of words. So I always begin with the word least. And then from there, you start to figure out where the vowels are, and then you work your way down until you solve the puzzle. Not to brag here on the podcast, but I would like to say I am 10 for 10 on Wordle. I have never actually not gotten the word right, uh, which really isn't saying much. I don't know too many people who have struck out, but it is fun. It's very addictive. And in a time when we cannot seem to agree on anything in our culture... You know, whether it be mask mandates, vaccines, uh, we can't agree on what really happened January 6th. Was it grassroots patriotism or was it an insurgency? Wordle seems to be the one thing that people from all backgrounds and, uh, and all political parties can get into. Which is why now, if you log on to Twitter and Facebook in the morning, your newsfeed probably looks like a series of just green and yellow squares where all your friends are sharing their Wordle recap from the day and, you know, just sort of showing the process of their detective journey to figure out the five-letter word. And look, it's goofy, it's mindless, but there are so many valuable lessons. The more I've researched how this game came about, 
that I think are very applicable to the journey that we talk about here uh, when you're on a personal growth journey. And how do you make your mark on the world? How do you figure out your purpose and share it with other people? So I wanted to very quickly this week, it won't be a long episode, just give you four big points about the success of Wordle that I think you can apply to your life. And where I want to start today is with a point that I actually made on the last podcast where we talked about the questions to ask yourself before you're pursuing any new goal. You know, a lot of times we invest and really waste a lot of energy in chasing goals that aren't for us. We're trying to prove ourselves to other people. We're trying to reach some milestone that we believe will prove we're enough. And yet when you look at how Wordle was developed, It was essentially created from a place of love. This is why the New York Times referred to Wardle as a love story. The developer here, a gentleman by the name of Josh Wardle, W-A-R-D-L-E, so Wardle is just a play off on his last name, uh, developed this game in the pandemic as a gift for his wife who was obsessed with online word games. Like she loves to play the New York Times crossword puzzle. So knowing that and giving her another outlet for something to pass the time when everybody was on lockdown, he created this game just for her. Once he recognized how much his wife loved playing the game, he thought it might offer benefits for other people who were looking to pass the time in the pandemic. So with no attachment to the outcome, No worry about turning this into a profitable venture. He released the game at the end of October of last year. And the first day that they put it out, there were 90 people who played the game. And it organically, in a very short amount of time, went viral to now being at a point where they have over 2.5 million daily users. Why is the backstory important to you? Because I think one of the most important questions you can ask if you truly want to pursue a goal this year that is aligned for you, that you will, that will light you up, something that you'll find the intrinsic motivation to show up for is to ask, what would I share with the world if it simply came from a place of love? If I wasn't worried about my idea being good enough or air quotes, big enough or whether it proved myself to the parents who didn't believe in me or the people who bullied me or the partner who left me. And it can really be that simple, right? Just a simple word game uh, that is making such a difference in the mornings and in the days of millions of people and an audience that's growing. Which brings me to the second point, about Wordle that I think is important for us to look at, that value is in the eye of the beholder. You know, what do we talk about on this podcast a lot, right? When we're living our purpose, we are doing things that light us up, that add value to the world. Well, what stops so many people from living their purpose? They don't think that their gift is enough to really add value. And one of my group coaching programs right now You know, we have a lot of entrepreneurs who are either life coaches, fitness trainers. Uh, We have people who are online influencers. And one of my uh, other clients is literally a clothing designer. And she makes these beautiful skirts and dresses for plus-size women. 
uh, and they're custom made, so they're made with awesome material. They tend to last longer than the things that you would buy in the store. But she was really sort of down about herself. She's like, I don't know. She's like, I'm just making these silly little clothes and everybody else is doing these things that are directly impacting people. But what she wasn't understanding is that, you know, particularly for somebody who is in a segment of the audience where it's more difficult to shop or find clothes that fit their body, there is so much value to having clothing that is custom made, that fits your body, that accentuates the parts of your body that you want to accentuate and make you feel confident and sexy when you head out into the world. And, you know, one of the things that keeps people stuck is we don't even value the value that we offer to other people. We get into the comparison trap and there are so many you know, big-hearted people with a great idea or a talent or some creativity or art within them that think their work doesn't mean anything because they're not Richard Branson or Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos shooting rockets into outer space with a goal of going to colonize Mars. <laughs> you don't have to shoot a rocket into outer space to make a mark on the world. And I think Wordle is a great example of that. You know, during a time when we're all stressed out watching the news and we're tired of just negative people bitching about masks or vaccines and what is the right approach online, it's almost a welcome reprieve to see somebody posting a Wordle score. It's something that actually brings everybody together and makes people feel good. So there is value in that. One of the things I was recently preaching on one of my group calls is the fastest path to broke for people on an entrepreneurial journey and really the fastest path to emotional collapse for those of you in the corporate world is focusing on yourself. There are so many people like, well, am I enough? Am I worth charging uh, for the services that I provide? Am I really worth asking for the pay raise? Am I worth putting myself out there and asking for the promotion? What if I say the wrong thing? And the ego would have you convinced that you're looking out for other people by doing that, right? That, you know, if you want to start a coaching business or something in the expert industry, well, God, I don't want to hurt people, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. But what you're doing is not really thinking about other people, you're playing out all your same insecurities and worries about your own personal value. And when you're focused on yourself, other people's lives are not going to improve or be better. <laughs> Whether that's through the book you want to write, uh, the song that is within you, the, the product that you want to launch Shark Tank style, or even as something as simple as a word game that's bringing joy to the masses. So remember, value is in the eye of the beholder. Your job is just to own the value that you bring to the world. And when you do that, you're going to impact and positively affect the people that you're meant to serve. Lesson number three from the success of Wordle that can help you make your mark on the world Notice that Wordle, when you go to the website, is the most primitive design in the world. There's nothing fancy about it. There's nothing sexy. It is not a sleek design. And yet, people love it anyway. How many times have you let your own perfectionism 
keep you from getting started on something. You know, like I could imagine a different app developer creating this game and going, well, you know, we need more colors and lasers and we need all these different interfaces. It is really just such a primitive design. And guess what? The audience doesn't care. <laughs> They're there to play the game. And this dovetails into the fourth point that I want to make is that Wordle actually has several points of differentiation from other games. Because there's no slick graphics, there's no push notifications, there is no sign-up where you're going to get spammed with email, uh, people actually gravitate toward that as well. Now, as this game continues to grow from 2.5 million to maybe 10, 20 million in users, I could imagine the game will look very different in a year. There probably will be some sort of sign-in feature uh, where they can capture your email address, or there might be a paid version of the app where you get more than one Wordle game per day. I can imagine that's coming because, hey, it's capitalism, and if there is a demand for more than one Wordle game a day and there's an opportunity to make money off of that, then somebody should actually charge and profit for all the passion and the energy that they poured into the project. But know that that's not what drove people to the product. There was nothing flashy. There was nothing sexy. It doesn't look like any other game on the market. It certainly isn't more visually appealing than any other app game that's out there. But the content was so good, and it's so much fun, that it keeps people coming back. So four lessons from the success of Wordle, and then I want to get into one more point about why we love Wordle so much that I also think can help you create more fulfillment this year. But let's recap. Number one, the game was simply created from a place of love. There was no worry about an outcome, whether it would be successful, how it would be received. Number two, value is in the eye of the beholder, right? You don't have to shoot rocket ships into Mars to make your impact on the world. A very simple word game, trying to guess five-letter words, is something that is bringing joy and a sense of fun and community to other people, right? You know, that's the other piece of Wordle is in the sharing aspect and comparing your performance to how your friends did online. Uh, and then points three and four, right? There's no perfectionism necessary. A primitive design is enough to get started, and it's different. There's something different from the other games on the market, and that's actually appealing to consumers. So what does all this mean for you? Well, what would you create from love in 2022 if that were your primary intention? Number two, could you stop judging the value that you give, whether it's worthwhile or whether it's enough, and just get into the business of helping other people and using your gifts and talents in a way that serves the world? Number three, could you let go of your perfectionism and just realize you can release your idea to the world as it is. By the way, perfectionism is all BS anyway. How do we? How does something become more perfect? It's usually through trial and error. We can go back and fix things or upgrade them later. And then number four, what's going to differentiate you, your idea, your product from other versions that are on the market? 
one last point that I think is uh, that's worth addressing here. Why is it that two and a half million people keep coming back to the game? Why is my friend on the East Coast staying up past her bedtime so that she can finish the day with a new Wordle game? Essentially, Wordle, for the people who love it, is something that puts them into a flow state where time goes by really quickly, where we immerse ourselves in the work of a project just for the sake of work. One of the key elements of flow state is finding the balance between skills and challenge. So the difficulty of a task has to provide the right degree of challenge for a person's ability. So if a too difficult piece of music uh, will leave a musician frustrated and disappointment, a too easy one will lead to boredom and routine. So you want to be able to straddle that line between what feels like too much and too little. And I think Wordle represents just that perfect sweet spot. It is the Goldilocks and the three bears. The temperature of Wordle is just right, and people get totally immersed and lose themselves in it. And the game has become so successful, by the way, that Jimmy Fallon was literally playing it live with his audience on The Tonight Show recently. So that's how viral these things can become. So an important takeaway for you right now is you think about your work every day. Are you going through the motions in something that is beneath your skills, a career that you've outgrown, or are you, you know, sort of miscast in a role where you're doing things that are too difficult or just not interesting for you, right? We want to find that work that is aligned with your natural interest, your passions, that will also challenge you beyond what's comfortable. And that's what's going to help you not just create success, but actually be fulfilled by what you're doing in 2022. So that's all I've got for you this week. A very quick episode with some valuable life lessons. Uh, if you haven't played Wordle, go enjoy it. And if you are a Wordle user, I want you to start to just think about these things. Let these seeds be planted in the back of your mind so that you're showing up and giving your gifts fully, unapologetically, and in a way that is going to make a little impact on somebody else's day. And if you'd like some assistance to help you speed up that process and to turn your purpose into a reliable, abundant paycheck in 2022, I do have some spots open for one-on-one -on -one coaching. You can go to my website for the info on that, creativesoulcoaching.net. If you're loving the episode this week, be sure to screenshot it, upload it to Instagram. You can tag me at CSC Dan Mason. Give me a follow while you're at it. We're always posting some new content online, kind of uh, blowing up your feed with some things that keep your eyes on the prize and keep you living your purpose. Have a wonderful week. Turn down the volume on your negativity. Turn up the volume on your purpose so you can live life amplified. Talk to you next week.